Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Sweet Buzz. How is it going guys? It's July is ending soon, so I hope you're nailing it in, in sales. Um, for me, I was really reflecting now on, on what is happening in, in July and man, July is our strongest month ever in this year. Hey guys, Dan Dimkov here and you're listening to Sweet Buzz, scaling a digital B2B business. For all the entrepreneurs, business owners and CEOs, this is your moment to radiate positive energy. Because if I can do it, so can you. In this podcast, I'm sharing my thoughts, opinions and everyday experience in the business world. But I'm letting you glance into my personal life too. So stay tuned because this episode may be the epiphany that you're looking for. So, let me tell you the background. You know, I was having a post saying that everybody in sales are saying, well, you know what, July, June, July, everybody are on holiday. It's very hard to find new clients and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, no, I believe that any month can be a good month if you know what you're doing. So the sales team in June did zero new clients. Yeah, true. I was traveling a lot and the sales team were doing a lot of meetings but they were struggling in convincing people to to jump on a on board so they had like 13 meetings in total but we didn't manage to, to bring not even a one client and if you notice my previous podcast i said well you know what july let's audit sales let's start with each of the channels let's look at each of the steps let's look at the freelancing uh uh lead generation channel let's look at the linkedin let's look at the events and about the inbound leads and everything and interestingly i found so many spots to to improve and i will keep posting on that but just by tweaking the funnel we ended up with five new clients five new clients onboarded in july and if i'm looking at the numbers correctly well Okay, I don't have all the data, but in June, I know that we didn't got any clients. In, in, in May, we got one or two, and now in July, we got five in the worst month for sales. You know why? Well, because we are auditing our sales process. And I'm not saying like some small tasks, clients, that we need to do some activity in sales, but I'm talking like full outreach strategy with planning of two weeks and, and three months to six months uh, projects. Uh, so... And I've noticed that uh, I said, okay, is there any geographical reference or is there any industries at this particular field? Well, no, actually at this stage, everybody needs to grow. There are crises coming. People are aware that unless they figure out a new way on how they can generate clients, they're going to die out. And for me, it's interesting how these high ticket services world. I mean, consultants, marketing agencies, software world. Well, at first stage, the founder is a really strong guy with a lot of experience and he's able to find clients. Whether it's uh, referrals, whether it's word of mouth, whether people know about him or he did some great job somewhere and that's how he gets the clients. And that's really the best way how you can generate new clients. Just when a other client is bragging about how good you are, well, the sales process is easy. You already have 80% of the job done. But that's not predictable. That is sometimes someone will refer to you, someone sometimes will recommend to you, but you cannot plan based on sometimes. And 
it takes usually two to three years before they realize we need to do something about it. If it's a software development company, they get tired of all the ups and downs periods where you have so much work followed by periods where you don't have any work. Uh, with the consultancy, same uh, periods of, of high work, then followed by periods of, of low work. And it's interesting. Uh, that's when they say, you know what, we have to start investing in sales. And this is probably the process that the mindset stage where they come to us and like, you know what, we are really new to this outreach process, but we understand now the importance. And as we are already a few years in the market, we have the budgets and the capacity to, to underline the, the journey. So I was looking at the type of companies that we just now onboarded. Uh, we have a company from the USA, which are experts in Amazon branding. So if it's, if it's an e-commerce store that has an uh, it's e-commerce brand that it's active on Amazon, they can take care of everything from setting up the store to marketing, to ads, to traffic generation strategies, to everything. So for me, here is really obvious. If I figure out a way how I can predictably bring a lot of new interested Amazon brand owners to this client from the USA, that's it. I know he's going to want to stay with us forever because the, the goal is how we can bring more people to him. Uh, the second client was a consultant. And interesting for me because uh, he was a fractional COO. And that's an interesting, I mean, I've heard about fractional marketing officer where you can rent a part-time marketing executive, but COO, I mean, I was impressed. And uh, funny enough, the guy worked at Uber for seven, eight years, and he was the at the center of when they were growing for a few hundreds to, to 20 or 30,000 employees as a COO of the company. So he knows what to do. And here the collaboration is perfect because as we're looking for startups after the seed funding and series B funding, within these stages, they have the money, they need to scale quickly, but as they are growing organically or inorganically, they struggle with the operations. And then he comes as a fractional COO in order to, to help them. So how cool is that? Being a consultant for seed funded startups in the world. Uh, the third client was, uh, okay, hardware. I was not even aware that in the US, they, they have like a, a laws on how you can destroy uh, the hardware, like data destruction machines. And I, I, I became aware that Facebook is their client, uh, LinkedIn is their client, Amazon is, and data centers, they all have to have a way of how they destroy the, the hard drives, the SSD disks and stuff. So, Interestingly, what we're going to work with this client is start reaching to the Fortune 500. They need to comply and they need to be environmentally safe and they have to have a structured way of how they dispose of the data, but not just shift delete, <laughs> but actually how to physically dispose of the hard drives as they become obsolete. So that was a really interesting world to be in. And the, the fourth client was that... Uh, it's a software development company, especially in the blockchain, and they're from, from Barcelona. Was it Barcelona? Yeah, actually, I, I've met them in the EU Startup Summit, where I started the conversation with them. I booked a meeting in Barcelona. We had a short coffee. We tried to see if we're a good fit. Through May, June, we had few conversations, and there you go. Now they're part of our client database, and guess what? We're going to help them look into Europe, the Nordic countries, where a software developer costs 10, 15,000 euros. And 
in Spain, they can do it as a, as a fraction of the cost. And guess what? Spain is part of the EU, so within the same time zone, so that's the, the value angle. But this was a good example that uh, I talked with a company in April in Barcelona, and now we're closing it in July. And that's what I say when I mean it's a longer sell cycle because it's not a cheap service and, and companies need some time to make sure that we are the best fit. And the, the last company that the, the fifth one that we've onboarded now in July is actually a consultancy in the sustainability aspect. I mean, the guys from the UK and he does miracles when it comes to sustainability. Uh, when it comes to the environment and when it comes to the sustainability, let me look at the notes because I really had a good, uh, good conversation with the guy. Uh, it's not this one. It's not this one. Where are you? Yeah. So his angle was that he worked with huge companies like L'Oreal, like Coca-Cola and stuff. And his angle was that corporations look at sustainability as something that is mandated by EU laws or G or, or, or US laws. And they are seeing it as a cost. Well, in order to be sustainable, uh, we need to do X, Y, Z, which is a cost. Well, he actually switched it. He said, well, why should we look at it as a cost where we can see it as a revenue opportunity? And that's what really kicked in for him because uh, when he said, well, how can you profit from sustainability is a completely different angle. And he did, he is as a keynote speaker, he goes to a lot of conferences, he does consulting for corporation. But the reason why I wanted to share these examples is that we are 25th of July. We already have five clients, which is going to take me now a while to, to, to onboard. We, for each client, it takes us roughly between two and three weeks to, to work with them to onboard. But guess what? The funnel is not finished because in July, I had a lot of conversation. And to be more specific, because rarely I'm in front of the computer, but now I can even look at the data. Well, I had 23 meetings. And on the 23 meetings, I was able to bring five clients. So that's one out of four. But, and here is a big but, that's why it's a funnel. Uh, five out of 20 is what? 25%. But the other 15 are still not finished. Three to five, I already disqualified them. On the call, it's like, sorry, we're not a good fit. Either they were in the wrong industry, either they were targeting non-B2B, they were more B2C, or simply the budget was not right. So I disqualified them, but I still have 10 that I'm still into conversation. And guess what? I don't believe all of this will be closed. I'm not a miracle worker, but from the 10, I believe that at least one or two will continue in August. One at least will continue in September. And that's why it's important to have a funnel. So you can follow up on them and saying, well, you know what? We had a conversation in July and in August, I'm going to continue with them saying, well, you know what? If you want to start on September strong, we have to do the planning in, in August. You cannot start in 1st of September with planning because it's too late for you. Okay. I started rumbling guys, but I was excited. I'm looking at all the meetings that I did in July and this is client meetings. I don't want even to say how many meetings I get with the sales team where we were changing, changing, optimizing, sorting out, standardizing a lot of stuff I did in July. But guess what? In the worst month, we have five new clients and I believe that it's, if I bring a sixth, I'm going to celebrate. But 
Regardless, I'm not confident that in August I'll bring additional five. Like guaranteed, if I don't do anything else, just with the pipeline, I can onboard additional five clients. And the reason why I wanted to share with you, with the, with you guys is that Come on, salespeople always are like, well, it's a hard month, it's a hard month, it's it's May or June, people started going on holiday, July. So, a very provoked thought. Are we going to leave August to be our weakest month just because everybody are on a holiday? Or are we going to use the opportunity and make it our second strongest month? Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be involved in sales in August because guess what? I'm a semi-retired and I don't see myself anymore working in sales, but I made a proof. I made a point. Any month can be a good in sales if you know what you're doing and if you're building the right sales funnel. That's all I had for today, guys, and do have a great day. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in, guys. If you enjoyed the episode, then do subscribe. Oh, and you can tell a friend too. Don't miss out on the previous or the upcoming episodes on podcast.bsbsolution.com. If you have a question or just really want to say hi, feel free to do so on my social media profiles. Connect with me or DM me on LinkedIn or Facebook. Did you know that my books with leads is an Amazon bestseller? Well, grab your Kindle or printed copy on Amazon.